The Bulls have three seconds to try a shot and try to win the game. This is the Notebook Wagering Podcast. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Coming to you from the betting deck. I don't believe what I just saw. Here are your hosts. Jenks! Sideline! Touchdown! Unbelievable! Smitty and Q. What's up? Saturday Quick Hits here at No Quick Wagering. I got Maddie Nails and Smitty across from me. How you doing, boys? Excellent. Morning, morning. Smitty had a killer night yesterday, everyone. Get ready for it. Fire off today. Was that Mr. seven and one? Mr. Friday night. I well, let me tell you something, boys. My last three Fridays, I've been on fire. Maybe I should not do anything else during the week and just concentrate on Friday night. Yeah, good day. I gave out um four plays on Twitter and then I had three other plays that I gave to you guys and some other buddies and they they went well. So it was a good day. I needed it. Let's just say that I needed it. I had a roller coaster. Start out three and zero, oh, go to three and three, end up five and three. Well, I'll tell you what, Maddie nails jinxes any team that I go for. So um, it's real. I got to know his plays before <laughs> I post mine. I think it's a double jinx when Matt likes it and I also brag it up and we go yeah. combined because we have done that a lot this year. Can I give it a shout out to one of my new favorite schools? I have a new favorite school, Our Lady of the Lake. Yeah. Love the school. They hung with Rice yesterday, looked them up, Texas San Antonio. Out of that, 60% acceptance, 40% graduation rate. So what does that tell me? They're not showing off. They're not falling far behind. Keep doing your thing. That sounds like a Quentin Tarantino produced movie, <laughs> Lady of the Lakes. Yep. All right, boys, we're just going to get right into this. So the first game to kick off, uh, you got Florida State minus seven playing Notre Dame. I'll be honest. I mean, I don't really have to dive into this game much. I dove into it a little bit. Florida State is – they really need this win to kind of stay on track. I think this will set the tone for their tournament. Um, they're trying to stay at the one seed for a double bye. I think Notre Dame's really bad this year. I could see them easily winning by 10 plus. I'd agree. Um, Florida State, it, it looks pretty good right now. Notre Dame is a conundrum. You don't know what you're going to get. I mean, they totally got wrecked the other night against uh, NC, State. NC State. So that so, means they'll probably upset Florida State today. <laughs> probably. Uh, it's going to be a no play for me early out of the gate on this one. All right. Florida State, Florida State, last four games, 93 points, 78, 88, 79. Look for a lot of points from Florida State today. Notre Dame's given up 84, 94 in their last two games. Look for maybe an overplay in this, especially if you want to tease the points down. I'm not going to play it probably, but I would probably do a teaser overplay in this because Notre Dame sometimes can put some points on too. Yeah, good call, Smitty, on the teaser down. Yeah, the over-under uh, non-teaser is 153, so – you could get that at 148, and I could see that realistic. All right, moving on. Clemson hosting Pittsburgh. Clemson minus eight over under 128 and a half. Uh, Matt and I were talking pre-show, you know, about this because he's a Pitt fan. Uh, even though I think Clemson's fraudulent, I think after an embarrassing loss um, a few nights ago to Oregon, or, I mean uh, Syracuse in the Dome. 
I just think Clemson at home can get this done. Uh, you know, Pittsburgh, they lost two of their quality players. So I just, on the road, I don't see them covering it. But it's probably a no play for me. Um, these two haven't played yet this year. Pitt is surprisingly good on the road. They're actually 5-2 and two as an underdog pick on the road. I'm probably going to lean Clemson today, even though they are 0-4 when they um, give up points to, to teams who score around the 72 mark, which is right where Pitt's at. This is a tough one, but I'm going to lean Clemson at home. I do the Smitty teaser and get that uh, down a little bit, though. I agree. It's a snooze fest here. This is boring. I'm not watching it. I mean, I don't really care. I've said it before. Clemson bores me. Uh, I agree with Matt Pitt. I, you know, I think this is a teaser spot. And I think I said it one time on the show, can Clemson beat somebody by double, double digits? I'm not sure. Could you tease Pitt up in this? Maybe. Could you tease Clemson down? I think that's a, maybe a better play. I like what Q said. I like teams that come off embarrassing losses. I'd probably tease down Clemson and take them to cover the teaser play. Side note, this over-under to me looks low on how these teams score, actually. It's 128.5. I might look the over, actually, when I when I dig in this after we get off. All right. Uh, let's just quick hit this one real quick because I want to get into another game at the noon slot. Rutgers minus 3.5, over-under 140 playing Minnesota. I, um, I think Rutgers, but it's a stay away for me. I actually hate both these teams. Literally hate both it. these teams. Well, you can't you can't judge them. Who's showing a week, up? A week ago, Rutgers they had as a lock in the tournament. Thirteen and ten now. I don't even. I don't think either of these teams are getting in the tournament. I've backed Minnesota so many times, and a couple guys are hurt. They've been letting me down. I'm not touching this game at all today. I agree with Matt Rutgers. What a disappointment they've been doing. It seemed like. Middle of the year, they were going to be an easy NCA team. They have really fallen apart, too. I would not touch this game. I don't know where you go. I guess just because of the direction, I would maybe take Rutgers in this game. What's the line? Three and a half. Well, Minnesota getting three and a half. Uh, yeah. And Minnesota, like I said, the, the big one of the big boys underneath has been hurt. I don't know. I wouldn't touch it, but I, I'll give out. I'd take Rutgers. All right, I really like this game. So you got uh, Connecticut minus nine and a half playing Georgetown over under 137. Both teams are playing really well over the last month. James Bucknight came back a few weeks ago and really put a spark in UConn. Uh, Georgetown, again, I said it on the uh, weekday show, they're, they're coming together. They always had the offense, but they lack defense, and now they're starting to get that defensive presence uh, that we always wanted from Patrick Ewing. Uh, I think this is a big game because, obviously, Connor Gillespie goes down for Villanova, uh, Villanova is a lock for the tournament, but you know, if you had a ticket on them, you might as well rip that up. Cause that's not cashing. Um, I think if Georgetown can keep this game close or upset, uh, so they lost by 13 last time they played, but if I remember correctly, Georgetown kept it pretty close until late. Um, I mean, if Georgetown upsets UConn here on the road, like who's to say they couldn't win the big East on, on a bad Creighton shooting night or something. Well, Creighton's in a world of trouble, too, now with the coach, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, Made an inappropriate comment, I guess, at practice or in the locker room, and it kind of got out. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Made a really stupid choice there with some of his words. And, yeah, he they suspended him last night or two nights ago, and so he is not coaching today. 
Q, you hit a good point. Um, so Georgetown's won three of their last four, but their only loss in that stretch is to UConn by 13. I'm still going to look the Huskies today, but two really good stats I just found out. When the spread is anywhere from 7 to – it's basically 7 to 12, both teams really cover their numbers. So Georgetown's 9 and 6 in that stretch, and UConn's 11 and 3 when that happens. So this is at what, 9.5? Yes. Yes. That's right in the money zone. So I, I, I think this, this is a great Smitty teaser spot on Jordan. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, but like you said, I might chuck a tad little pizza money on Georgetown to win outright. You're playing well. I like it. I like it. Well, if my Hoy is, you know, I'll be rooting. And, you know, Q made a good point. They did hang in that game. They just ran out of gas again, and it seems like that's happened a couple times with Georgetown. I have been bragging up Georgetown. Patrick Ewan, I think I bashed him early. I think he's doing an unbelievable job this year. I would do – yeah, I like this a teaser spot. I mean, I would probably, with my team, tease them up and root them on and see if they can cover this. I think this kind of goes with the Clemson game. Could you tease – Connecticut down. I think Connecticut wins the game. I gave it out on last week's show. I think keep an eye on Connecticut to win the Big East tournament coming up. I would probably do a teaser. I'll probably roll Georgetown in a teaser. All right, quick hit this one because I think both teams are irrelevant. Kentucky minus seven and a half playing South Carolina over under 150. I would have to... I mean, you're not going to have a money line play here because the, the spread's too big. Um, I, I'd probably take Kentucky at home. Teaser spot, Kentucky. Yeah. Under 150. I like that. All right, this is a game that I like, and I've tracked this team um, a lot. It's at noon. So Navy minus five and a half, playing Loyola, Maryland, over under 134. They just played, and Navy swept them both times, and they covered this number. Um, I just think Navy's really disciplined on a mental standpoint. They're 15-2. and two. Loyola Maryland's four and ten. You know, I know it's really hard to beat a team three, four times a year, but I, I really do think that Navy can do it. I mean, they're just a better team and they're at home. I I really like this as a straight play. Me too, Q. I have this as a head scratch though. Like, why why is this only five and a half when Navy just beat them twice? I, I get it's the conference tourney, but man, if Navy can storm storm roll through this, they actually are going to be a, a decent seed. They might get up to a twelve seed. In the well, NCAA tournament. Matt, I think it's so close because Navy in the matchup last Saturday, it was 73-67, so six points. And then um, 66-58, so eight. So I think this is kind of right around that line. But and I, I think, think last – wasn't it last Saturday that we talked about – it was one day when they played and we, we were saying about the line that we were a little nervous because it was only like minus two. One. Yeah, it was minus one. It was something like that. So sometimes maybe don't overthink. I agree with you guys. I, I DeChalis, I think, is still the head coach, old Penn State coach. Um, I, I like Navy in this spot. Take Navy. Tidbit, too. Um, I think this this is the conference tournament, first yep. round, yep. and I think yep. it's being held in Annapolis. That's a big deal. Yeah, huge. I mean, it's a, basically their home game, so. Okay, big game here, Northeast Conference tourney. I know you guys both love – well, Matt loved it. So you got Bryant minus 8.5 playing Sacred Heart over under 154. Take the floor, Matt. Uh, I just uh, – Smitty 
touched on this off air that, hey, Brian has some COVID scares. They've been basically on lockdown since Sunday. So we don't know what we're going to get. But this is a really good Brian team. I think you have to take them minus the eight and a half before this goes up. Uh, Greg Peterson loves this. I even potentially would look at the over of 154 as well. Yeah, I, you know, off air, I, I we talked about this. I've read from some people that I really, on Twitter, I really like and I follow. Not sure. I mean, I've read some articles that the coach said, I don't even know who's suiting up for me. I'm pulling for Matt. I mean, and I agree. Peterson likes it. Another site I, I follow likes Brian in this to cover. I'm not touching it, but I'll be rooting one of the boys on from Notebook Wagering. Go, Bryant. Yeah, I'm already locked in at minus eight and a half this morning. So, Real quick, I won't take more than 30 seconds on this. Smitty's been bringing it up. He's He's been you know right on the COVID stuff, uh, which has been great for the show. But the COVID rules are changing. I mean, you were sitting out minimum like a week to two weeks in the regular season. But now that the tournament's starting to come around, it seems like the NCAA is a little more apt to change things. Um, so I think what you're going to see is COVID not affect as much, but I think it's going to be harder to know who's in and who's out because you don't know how long they have, to, you know, through the contact trace and how long do they have to sit out? Because, you know, last night, uh, somebody who was at game one test positive, he can't play Northern Iowa, Northern Iowa was going to play Drake. Uh, Drake. So last, so then now you got Brian a, a few days ago, like, are these guys going to suit up? Or are they not? So just be in you know, be, um, cautious about that and really try to do your homework really dig deep and see if these guys can play or not because they are changing they're trying to be a little more uh flexible so that's something to watch out for for these tournaments as well as the big dance yeah it was too bad about northern iowa you know i mean really underachieved they helped me out the night before in a money line parlay but it was too bad for those seniors that that's the way you went out on a, a forfeit all right just real quick southern conference tourney here quick fire it you got UNC Greensboro minus nine and a half playing the Citadel, excuse me, over 152 and a half. Yeah, I did some research on this. They, you know, they played twice this year. UNC, UNC is the number one seed. Citadel's number eight. They played February 3rd. It was 85-66. January, uh, January 18th, 87-73. Uh, what's the line on this? Nine and a half. Nine and a half? Okay, I know um, Peterson really likes UNC. I, I would take. I mean, I would look. I'd look at the you know Citadel. They give up a lot of points. They had a big win last night against Western Carolina. I still. I'd like. I would take UNC in this. I'd agree. All right. Uh, this is a doesn't matter game, but at one o'clock you have Auburn minus one and a half playing Mississippi State over under one forty. Uh, I'd probably say the over in this. Auburn can't stop anybody. Uh, I'm not. This is definitely a no play on mine, man. Auburn is the roller coaster of a team right now. Yeah. One one game looks great. Next game, absolute dog turds. D- don't don't touch it. I, I agree. I wouldn't touch it. I'm not even gonna. I mean, I'll see the final score. I would take again. I'd take Auburn in this at home. Okay, one o'clock. Wichita State minus eleven and a half playing South Florida over under one thirty eight. Uh, I really like this Wichita State team. I know you boys love them as well. I know it's a little bigger number, but they're at home. I think they handle South Florida today. I'd have to agree, Q, but, man, um, 
that's a lot of points. Teaser spot. Yeah, a lot of points. Great call on the teaser. South Florida is actually a pretty bad team on paper. They, if you look at some of their last couple games, they're having a hard time. Yeah. Scoring. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, by, it, it, their last three lost by 18, 36, and 21. <laughs> I didn't realize it was that bad. Yeah, I think hey, the 36. If you can lead the 11 and get away with it today. 36 was against Houston, wasn't it? Yeah, Dude's 21 down. against Memphis, 18 to Temple. Um, and then they also – so they beat Temple, one of them, and then last Wednesday they lost by 16 to Central Florida. Screw it. Lay the double digits. Yeah, tease, teaser play for me. Match it up with somebody. Take Wichita down. You know, this is a big game. They have to win, and they, I think they have to win big. They're right on that kind of bubble. I think they should be in the tournament um, without a doubt, but this is a spot that they might have to really crank it up. This kind of reminds me of like a college football game when you uh, put the foot on the gas pedal and um, lay it. So there it for, is. Wichita State tees it down. Florida State. They're, they're going yeah. for their 15th win, just like Maddie said. You go from yeah. 20 wins normally to 15, so they're, they're right on that cusp. Yeah, All I right. think Wichita's in. And I think they should be. I mean, I'm not going to go too far. We've really spoke about the head coach. He finally got the job. For Great what for he walked into with this program, it was in, it wasn't. There were some problems going on there. And for what he's done, and he stepped in, he's done an unbelievable job. Again, he, there should be some. He should be up there for maybe coach of the year, in my opinion. Yep. Him and Jawan. All right, Missouri Valley Conference 105 tip off. You got. Loyola, Chicago, minus 10, playing Indiana State, over under 122 and a half. Yeah, I did. I d- dove into this one. They've played twice. January 10th, 76-71, Indiana State with the big win. Came back January 11th. So they did one of those zigzags, which that conference did a lot. 58-48, Loyola. Now, here's a thing to keep an eye on, I think, is team points or the over-under, if you want to look at this. The last 17 games Loyola's played, their defense, they have held five games of that stretch. The team, their opponent scored in the 40s. 11 of those games, the team has scored in the 50s. One game, they gave up 70 points, and that was the January 10th Indiana State game. So if you can get, I really look, you know, if you look at this, maybe look at the under in this for sure. I believe the under Q. Can you check that for me? Just double one, one twenty two and a half. One twenty two and a half. Okay. The one twenty. I can't believe I'm going to say this. Take the under. Yeah. Well, just it, that's just so little points in like a bigger picture. It's hard to trick your mind to think, man. How can these two teams not combine for sixty points apiece? And then you go back and you look at all these scores like Smitty just rattled through, and you're like. Wow, they just stumped in. They won a game 55-44. They what, defend, are they, what are they throwing? Rocks. They defend Loyola. Yeah. I mean, if you can find this and take the team, check Indiana State team points out, and I maybe, if it's if it's high 50s, maybe even in the 60 range, I think I would take the team under in that. I think I think just by the, the looks of the numbers on paper, they'd have to have – Loyola basically around 65 to 55 kind of game with a 10 point spread. Yeah. I take the team under. I like it. I, I mean, they, I like this. This is a good teaser spot. I think Loyola plays well. I think they win. Great. Okay. Two o'clock. Down, if you can get it down to about five, I like it. 
2 o'clock, Purdue minus 7 at home playing Indiana over under 134.5. This would be an incredible teaser spot for Purdue if you want them to get down to minus 2. Uh, but I think they, they win by 10 here. Indiana is garbage. I'm going to be honest. I don't know much about this Purdue team, which is scary because how are they 23rd in the country right now? Because they are. I really, I really don't know much about them at all. I'm going to lean like you. This is a perfect tease this down to a pick them and just take Purdue at home in a rivalry game. Yeah, I, you know, I watched, I told you on the show, I watched the Purdue-Wisconsin game. The refs really took a lot out of that. There was a lot of fouls in that. The big boy, the freshman, he's 7'4". He he's really good. played unbelievable for Purdue. I kind of think this kind of goes back with a lot of games we've talked about. I think it's a rivalry game. I could see taking Indiana up in points in this. I, I think it's a lot closer I don't think it's a blowout. I mean, could you do it both ways? I mean, maybe the safer play is Purdue down and just win. Indiana needs us. I mean, both Indiana really needs this game. If you're going to say they they have a chance, and some people think they're still in the bubble, I disagree. They have to win this game. That's why maybe take Indiana up in the in points in this game's a dog fight. But I think Purdue wins, so you could do that too. So I think it's either way. It's whoever you like. All right, two o'clock. Utah minus three and a half playing Arizona State over under 148. Um, it's a stay away for me, but I will say this. Arizona State's playing decent as of late, so maybe they're starting to find their stride. This is a really odd game for being a, a uh, Pac-12 game to be kicking off at. Yeah. I guess it's mountain. That, that Utah's probably in the mountain zone, so it's probably a noon, noon, noon yeah. tip. Yeah. I, I'm I'm not going to touch this one at all. I don't I don't like either of these squads right now, and both right, are horrible against the spread. I would do I would do money line um, Utah, maybe in a parlay with somebody. I I don't like either of these teams either. It's a stay away from me, but to give my opinion, I'd take money line parlay with another game and see what you can do. I'd probably actually take the points with Arizona State. I just I think they're playing decent as of late. All right, two o'clock, big game here. West Virginia at home, minus seven and a half, playing Okie State, over under 148 and a half. I would say this, tease down West Virginia or play it straight if you can figure out if Kate Cunningham's playing. If he's not playing, which personally I don't think you play him, you're already a lock for the tournament. Save him. Don't hurt him You know, for your deeper run. This is just a regular season game. If he's not playing, West Virginia rolls. Uh take him straight if he is playing tease out West Virginia. Agreed. Um, I'm reading right now. Uh, it's still up in the air if he's going to go. You're not going to know it'll two minutes before tip off. Yeah, it looks like he is, but I, how effective is he going to be? And uh, they played the other night. They committed 18 turnovers too. That's sloppy. And that's what Bob plays right into Bobby hugs wheelhouse. I'm going to take West Virginia laying the points today. Yeah, I agree. I I would sit him. I mean, he kind of grabbed his ankle a little bit. You don't really need him in this game. I would maybe do, you know, this is one of the better West Virginia scoring teams that he's had for a very, very long time. I would do maybe an an overplay in this game. When I looked at this too, it was seven minus seven. I think it's already up to seven and a half. All right, here's a game I actually do like, and it's uh, two o'clock. You got Alabama on the road at Georgia. Alabama's laying eight over under 158. These two teams combined for over 200 points last time. 
Georgia rolls it. They can't stop anybody. Alabama rolls it. Um, I could see another high-scoring game. I like 158 over. I don't even think you have to tease it. And Georgia's 14-10, and 10, boys. They're starting to play good basketball. So, you know, if you know they really want to score here. They want to pick up a good win heading into the SEC tournament, uh, get some momentum, or play very well. Uh, I think they're going to run it and gun it. Roll on cue. Uh, I'm rolling the over. I, I looked this morning, it was 157. I'd prefer that over 158, of course. But the last time they played, it was Bama 115, UGA 82. 200 points. I'd, I'd look into the team points, pick one of these teams, and maybe roll one of the team points over. I think it's a good spot, what I just said. Tease the West Virginia game down with the points, take the over. Tease this game, take the over too. Match those two games. All right, quick fire. America East Conference Tourney. UMBC minus six playing UMass Lowell. Uh, hometown kid Connor Withers uh, plays in the front court. He's a center slash uh, forward for UMass Lowell. So shout out to him uh, and his brothers in the minor leagues. So give him a shout out to the A's organization. Billy Beanball. All right, who you got? This is tough because they haven't played. I mean, if you really look at the, this conference, a lot of games canceled, a lot of postponement games. It's really tough. You know, UMass, again, they've won two already in this tournament. This tournament's been spread out a little bit. Um, you know, I, I'm pulling for I, – I taught the kid, uh, so I'm pulling for him. I hope he plays well today. I hope they compete. I would probably take, uh, though, uh, Maryland-Baltimore County. I'm rolling UMBC minus six in the under, 137.5. I'll roll UMBC with you boys minus six. All right, so this is a good team that's playing well right now. Uh, So you got Wagner minus two and a half playing Mount St. Mary's over under 121.5. I'm going to take the two and a half with Wagner. They played well. Yep, drop. I'm going to lay the points minus two and a half Wagner. Wagner. Okay, this is a big game because this is going to tell us how they rebound uh, from a significant injury. At 2.30, you got number 10 Villanova minus 4.5 playing Providence. We know Providence's mantra is play 500 basketball season and then have really competitive and hard-fought games towards the end of the year uh, into the tournament. Uh, Villanova obviously lost Connor Gillespie for the year. Huge uh, issue for them. I mean, they're a lock for the tournament, but it, again, if you had them for a uh, futures national championship bet, put that in your shredder this morning. Um, but I am interested to see how they bounce back. I, I a guy on a uh, basketball guy put it on Twitter. He wouldn't say, he said after that game, a, a, an assistant coach from another school contacted him and said, that is just a killer. He said, there's said you, they're not going anywhere near the final four. He said that guy was their leader. Uh, he did everything for him. Just, I mean, they still got some really good players on that team. I like Providence in a teaser here. I want to see what I Bill do does. I would, and Providence has killed me a couple times in teasers, but I would take Providence up at home and just see what Nova does, how they react here. I think that's a smart play. The, it looks like the money's really coming in on Providence because of this injury. So they're actually getting more points than originally started. So it tells me that they're trying to sway the, the uh, betters over to Nova side, but that definitely teases down. Don't overthink it. Yeah. I, I mean, if you can get Providence getting eight at home, nine at home, play that. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Both of these teams, well, I think one of them, uh, they're probably both the lock. Three o'clock, 
Missouri at home, minus two, playing LSU. Missouri picks up a big road win against Florida. They really needed that because they were struggling of late. Uh, LSU's run and gun. Um, I think both these teams are locked for the tournament. Um, I'd be interested to see, and I don't have it in front of me, uh, if this is going to play into a seeding for the SEC tournament. Um, This game's at Missouri, you said? Yeah, I mean, I... I haven't really looked at anything in this game. It's just one of those games. Again, I think you just made a good point. Does it do anything with seeding? I would take Missouri. Um, I would do money line. This might, this could be right. Okay. So I'll do this. I gave out a little bit ago, Utah money line, parlay it with somebody. I'll, I'll parlay. I tell you right now, take Utah money line and Missouri parlay it. See what happens. I'll do that. I like that. I'm not a fan of either of these teams. Both Neither are playing. Probably. Both are playing semi 500 basketball over probably the last eight games. Both are at like three and four or four and five somewhere in that stretch. It, I, I'm just I, quick hits. I would just take Missouri at home. All right, quick hit this one. Army minus three and a half playing American. Americans only four and five this year. <laughs> yeah, it's in that same conference that it's just post. I mean, th- no, this was a different conference than what I just said. But same thing. I looked so many games canceled. I take Army. I take Army at home. <laughs> I take American. Uh, okay. <laughs> Army's one and six is a favorite, and uh, Americans three and two is an underdog. All right, four o'clock. Virginia minus two playing at Louisville over under 121 and a half. I'm actually going to go over 121 and a half here. I think UVA struggled to score lately. Louisville can roll it at home. Um, I think UVA bounces back a tad, just enough to get you to that mid 60s. I think this covers the over. I tease up Louisville. You know, I've said it before. I'm not a fan of this UVA team. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah, nobody's really – UVA's lost three of their last four. It was – I mean, they lost to NC State. They they took the Duke Duke L. They got blown out by Florida State. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to touch it. I'm going to look Louisville. All Especially right. in a teaser. Now, I think Louisville just – somebody else on their team just got injured again. I'd have to look into that a little bit more. It's a team I don't really follow much. Both these teams kind of bore me. Look, Louisville money line today. If that's a if yeah, it's only two, yeah, I like that. I get, mean, especially yeah. in a teaser play. I just and like Matt said, I mean, UVA. No, they have not beat anybody. No. They have not beat anybody. So I just don't think they're great. And I've said it to Q a lot on the phone that this is not a team. When you thought of them the last couple of years, they would shut teams down. They don't shut teams down anymore. Teams can score on them now. Louisville's not a major explosive offense, but Teaser in this spot, take Louisville at home and get some points up, and I think you're looking pretty. All right, next game, Ohio State at home, minus two, playing Illinois. Uh, Personally, this is a stay away because I don't think this game matters at all for either. Oh, I think this is a huge game. I think this is a a one-seed implication for the the big dance. I think this is going to be all – I think this is full go both squads today. I think I'm going to take Ohio State at home, dropping dropping the two. 
I agree with you. I think it's a really big game. I'm on Ohio State, too. I marked it down. I think this is a game that they have to rebound. They have to come back. If they win this, could they be a number one seed again? I think yep. they are. If they win this, this is at home. Can they hit shots? I said it last show. Sometimes they stand around and look at each other and like, who's going to score for us? But I do. I agree. I'm taking Ohio State probably minus the points in this one. I really like this. They they actually they've already beat Illinois, and when they had come off some rest, and it's been a four day rest now, they are seven and one. All right, uh, four o'clock. USC goes to UCLA. USC minus two over under one thirty five and a half. I mean, this is, in my opinion, this uh, other than Colorado, this could be your Pac twelve championship game here. I was really high on UCLA early in the year. They, I've kind of faded them a little bit. They still have the talent, but they, it's, they're a team that just hasn't put it together. But on the flip side, every time I lay points with USC, I get torched. So I'm not going to touch this one. What was the line again, Q, please? Minus two. two. Yeah, uh, minus two for yeah. USC's lane two. Lane two. Okay. Um, this is, I don't know. I agree. This is stay away. I think it's a, I mean, this is a rivalry game. They don't like each other. It was better when Alford was the coach with uh, the against the USC coach. Uh, what's his name that came out of Florida Gulf Coast? It seemed like they didn't like each other very much. I would probably tease up UCLA in this. I'm actually going to go USC minus two, and I'll tell you why. UCLA, they're kind of struggling, like Maddie said. Um, and I know they went on the road to USC earlier this year. Uh, and they lost by 18. I think if you can get USC on the road at only a bucket, I kind of like that. I, th- I just think they have better talent on the floor. I mean, at least NBA guys. Their big guys are – that one guy, I mean, the guy underneath could be one of the highest picks in the draft. Yeah. it's It seems like their guard play sometimes. USC guard play is the key for them. There, There's a team – somebody – Q, somebody said it on Twitter, a basketball guy, I can't remember, and they said, you know, USC is a team that – could go to the elite eight or they could lose in the first round easily it's just one of those you know what team is going to show up i would do the teaser ucla but again i really don't have a major opinion in this game all right we got to roll we got a lot of games still to cover so you got in missouri valley conference tournament drake minus two and a half playing missouri state over under 143 missouri state gave him a lot of trouble uh in both games this year. So I think this would be a really good teaser spot. Get them up to seven and a half, if not eight. I'll go quick hits on this one. Just take Missouri state money line upset of the day. I like Missouri state. I, I agree with yep. you. Q, close games. Um, Peterson, I think even likes Missouri state in this. I would do it. This a teaser play. I tease Missouri state up, but I agree with Matt. I mean, if you really feel, um, you want something? Do the money line and take Missouri State. Could be the upset of the day too. I agree. Yeah, man, get a get a dog in there today. All right, Creighton at home minus twelve and a half playing Butler over under one thirty four. Smitty just brought it up earlier on the show. Creighton's head coach suspended uh, indefinitely while they investigate some allegations against him uh, for some vulgar language. Uh, this is a great spot to maybe get Butler if you tease them up to 17 and a half. Does Creighton kind of struggle? Um, they're very hit or miss shooting uh, without their head coach. Maybe they struggle here. They're, they're not mentally there. Butler's not very good on the road. It seems like a lot better at home. 
could this be, could the Blue Jays come out and make a statement and like back their coach and put it to them? They could. This to me is a complete stay away game either way. Oh, for sure. Stay away. I, I mean, if I would do anything here, I would probably tease Crane down some points and take them. Oh, give me the Bulldogs and the points today. All right. We'll quick hit these real quick. North Texas minus four and a half playing UAB over under 125. UAB cannot score and they play good defense. I think UAB pounded them last night, I believe. I think this is a zigzag game. This is getting ready for conference play and that. Uh, just give me UAB. I don't have an opinion on it. <laughs> UAB won 65-51, so I'd probably roll the under here. Give me the mean green of North Texas. <laughs> All right. Western Kentucky minus seven playing ODU over under 137 and a half. Mm. Over. Yeah, give me yeah. the over. Again, Western Kentucky's good, but this to, this just goes back. This is like their last game before conference tournament. I'm not really invested in these games today. So I'll, I'll take the I'll take the over too. All right, 530, Kansas State minus four and a half, playing Iowa State over under 134. Just quick hits it. Is our this Lady the, of the Lake. Oh, is, uh, Iowa State, Kansas State. Sorry. I thought you said something else. Is that right? <laughs> it's about the equivalent. Uh does Iowa State finally get their Big 12 win this year against a crap? <laughs> I love no. how, I love how no. he's been on this for weeks. <laughs> no, they it. do not. They still do not get their Big 10 win. Uh, I would agree. I'm going to go Kansas State minus four and a half at home. Yeah. Uh, give me a teaser, Iowa State. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Arkansas minus 15 playing Texas Woo. A&M over under 136 and a half. I'll tell you what, Buzz Williams is struggling in Texas A&M territory. Arkansas is rolling. I I would probably take the over. That's a lot of points. I I, I mean this, I think Arkansas is going to hang eighty plus. Can Texas A and M score? For some reason, I'm thinking again. I don't really track Texas A and M much. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, they put up sixty, but I just think you like so Arkansas. Score roughly scores 83 and a half points a game. They give up 71. AM scores 63 and they give up 65. I mean, I could just see this like 81 60, 85 63. I think it covers the over. I, I foresee this as Arkansas routing these guys, yet shutting it down with 10 minutes to go, putting in your scrubs, and Texas AM covers this number. All right, I, I yeah, I I I'm I mean this would be I like really a, don't I, care. <laughs> I have a feeling this is going to be an Arkansas fourteen point win. A and M. I would probably tease up Texas A and M because I think they're at home. I think correct. No, they're yeah. on the road. It's no, in Arkansas. Arkansas home. Yeah. Oh, Arkansas home. Oh, yeah. That ugly. man, I I think they shut it down. This is a this is an easy win for Arkansas and shut it down. Arkansas is playing well. That's all I'll say. Big ACC game here. Both teams need this win. They, to stay in the tournament talk at 6 p.m. You got UNC minus three hosting Duke. I mean, this used to be the greatest rivalry in college hoops. And this year, we don't give two rats about it. This is this is UNC to me all day. Minus three at home. They have the better resume. Duke still can't really agree. F- find their way. Uh, g- give me UNC. Yeah, I this agree. is one of those, Matt. I mean, I just remember being in college 
And if it was even a night to maybe go out, you'd stay in and watch us. And yeah. I mean, even now, I mean, I'm not a big, I'm not a fan of either of these schools, but it was even now that you, you kind of say, Hey, what are we doing? I'm not doing anything. I'm going to watch this game tonight. I mean, who cares? I would say, I agree with you. I take UNC. All right. Another big game here, a 10 conference tourney. It's been actually a really good conference tourney. A lot of back and forth. St. Bonnie, the number one seed, plus two to St. Louis, over under 131 and a half. What do you guys have? I I'd think love Bonnie it. wins. I love this A-10 tournament. This is the semis tonight. We have uh, Davidson VCU and the other, I believe, correct? Yep. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to lean the Bonnies, especially if they're getting points. I had looked this morning and there was no line out. So Here's why I like I'm, the Bonnies. They lost 70 to 59 earlier in the year. They had a bad shooting performance. I watched that game. I think they bounced back. I was really impressed with St. Louis yesterday. I actually had that on in the background while I was working. They're they're really disciplined, but I like the Bonnies if they're getting points. Yep. Well, I gave it out on the show. I said St. Louis to win this tournament. I'm sticking with St. Louis. St. Louis beats the Bonnies today. Okay, I'm going to skip ahead because uh, we're coming down on some time. So quick hit, sis. Georgia State minus seven and a half playing Arkansas State over under one forty six and a half. Yeah, this, this Sun Belt. I'm really into this conference. I I love this conference. I love some of these teams. Uh, Georgia State, they've won six in a row, and Arkansas State's two out of their last three in the last five here. Uh, Peterson, you know, has he likes Georgia State about minus six and a half. It's minus eight and a half. I would do a teaser in this. Take Georgia State down in a teaser, and they cover. Yeah, give me Arky State in those points. I think this one's just a little tighter than than they think. Okay, two seven o'clock games that I like. Seton Hall minus one playing St. John's over under one fifty three and a half. I think both teams need this win here. Yeah, this is definitely a NCAA bubble bubble game right here. Yep. Um, give me the give me the Johnnies at home. Even though the home dogs getting points have been burning me a lot lately, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the points at home. I think one of St. John's, one of their freshman guys, that's a really good player, has been banged up. Really check into that. I would take, I would take, um, man, uh, Seton Hall's been killing me lately. Uh, I'm going to take Seton Hall in this. All right, here's another big bubble game, and I think it's just for one team. Ole Miss minus eight and a half at home against Vanderbilt. Ole Miss quietly is 14 and 10, and that is a team I talked about midweek saying, you know, maybe take them as a flyer to win the SEC. They play lockdown defense. They play good at home. Uh, Vanderbilt really only has one score in Pippen Jr., so you would imagine he's going to get doubled all night. Um, this is a big game for Ole Miss. This gets them to that 15 wins. These teams match up so evenly on paper. So this is tight. And Vandy beat them earlier in the year. I think it's a team uh, Probably a no play for me, but I would probably lean towards Vandy. Yeah, Vandy came off a big win. Uh, they burned me in a teaser the other night. They went to Cincinnati and just kind of a weird matchup. But that night was weird. Like UTEP went into Kansas that night too, just to play some games. But Pippen Jr. is a stud, can really score. We've talked about Ole Miss in the point guard many times on the show. We really like him. I'm going to take Ole Miss today. I'm going to give me Vandy in the eight and a half. All right, we got about three minutes left on the show, so I'm going to skip to the nine o'clock games unless there's any games you want to cover. Well, I just, I mean, I, I want to give out one, another one. I don't know what time this was, so Q, I apologize if it's coming up. 
But keep an eye on the South Alabama. I really like this team. Came back last night. Big win. They play Louisiana Lafayette. Very evenly matched game. This should be a really tight one. But I like I'm, I love South Alabama. I like their point guard. So I just wanted to give that game a little shout out. If no worries. Works. All right. Uh, A-10 matchup. VCU minus two playing Davidson. I would have to lean VCU. I think they're playing really good basketball. I think Davidson is too. But I, I just think this is a home game for VCU. It's in Richmond. That's where the tournament's being held. I'm going to take VCU minus two here. I'll tell you what. VCU's leading scorer. Um I don't know his name off the top of my head. I was working and I was watching this in the background. He dumped in 30 and 10 yesterday coming off an ankle injury. If this kid's getting healthy, man, I think they're going to roll today. I think though, late in that game, I think he, I believe now I put it on late. Dayton really came back in that and helped cover the, the teaser. Yeah. I believe he might've hurt that ankle again. He oh. went in and came off. I believe look into that. I'm not trying to say, cause again, I was kind of doing other things and I just had it on and, but I believe he went out and he was hobbling around. I kind of like a teaser playing this. I like taking Davidson up. If they're shooting the three well, watch out. This could be an upset, especially if that's that player that hurt his ankle again. Keep an eye on Davidson today. All right, boys. I don't have any other games. The other games just don't matter to me. Do you guys have anything? Well, I just, you know, let me give out a couple. I, I did a little bit of research. I do want to go into the Townsend plays Elon nine against eight in the tournament today. Elon last five, four and one. Townsend's one and four going into it. I like Elon today. Mercer Wolford, it's a really interesting matchup too. Keep an eye on that. Maddie has talked about Mercer a lot this year. Keep an eye on that game. Maybe take a chance with Mercer. I think another game I just want to throw out East Tennessee at playing Chattanooga. Chattanooga has beat them twice this year, but I really like uh, East Tennessee State today. Get them. They're going to win the game. We have a big matchup in the uh, Ohio Valley. This could be some huge NCAA implications. Moorhead State, 22 and 7. Belmont, 26 and 3. Belmont's laying 7.5. I mean, if Moorhead State pulls this upset today, even if they don't win their conference tourney, could they still get in with a 23 win team? I think so. Yeah, especially in this, this year. But I probably look Belmont. Tease it down from seven and a half. Try to get it down to about two or something. Yeah, Moorhead beat my Eastern Kentucky. I really like that team. They beat them last night. They played twice. Belmont, 73-58. Belmont winner, February 13th. February 27th, uh, Moorhead came back, 89-82. Moorhead likes to play defense. They'll try to steal, get some offense off their defense. I agree with Matt. I don't think Moorhead gets in if they lose. I think this is just one team's going there, whoever wins this game tonight. I love the teaser play. Take Belmont down, and they win the game and cover that. That's all I have. That's it, That's it for me, too. All right. Excellent show, as always. I will be at Old Town Sports Pub in Manassas, so if you want a picture, an autograph, uh, just talk college basketball, talk any sport, I will be there um, at noon. Uh, make sure you find those winners and enjoy your weekend of basketball. Cute. It's funny you say that. I'm guest bartending today. I love it. Come on down. We need bartending. Yeah. Been getting busy on Saturdays. Sweet. Hey, good luck. Good luck. Maddie was telling me a couple weeks ago about it. So have fun, Maddie. I hope it's uh, you got it, boys. a time. I'll, and I hope I'll... you uh, bring in a lot of business for that uh, owner because what you told me about her, uh, I just love her attitude and love her spunk. So I hope you guys have a big night. All right, everybody out there, hit Brian early.
Find those winners, people. See you guys.